Hello, Rasa. Hi, Dad. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Excellente. Are you ready to know everything? Yes, I am. Let's do it. Today, I want to mix things up a little bit. Usually, when it's my turn to lead the show, I share a story or a lesson, and then we read and discuss a poem together, and then we answer a vexing question from either you or one of our listeners. Yeah. But recently, we got a really big and important vexing question from a listener that I want to use my theory time to talk through. Wow. Tell me more. It's from a listener named Mark. How do I talk to someone that I care about but fundamentally disagree with while respecting them and also respecting myself? Wow, that's something really important to know and also just really useful in life. So, you ready for my technique? Yeah. I call it IQ. Hmm. I stands for me, I. The first part is, do I really have room to have that conversation? The I part's a self-check. I got to check in with me before I start talking to them. <laughs> do I have the space? Do I have the time? Is my experience open enough right now? Am I patient and calm enough to really engage? If not, I might need to go away. I might need to talk to somebody else first. Because if I'm too frustrated and upset, it's going to be really hard to have a conversation together and take on whatever they're saying too. Yeah, that makes sense. You ready for the second part? Uh-huh. What do you think Q stands for? Questions? You're absolutely right. What? Questions it is. The way to engage with someone in this situation is to ask as many open-ended, non-judgmental questions as possible. The key thing to remember is listening isn't agreeing, but it does mean being open to being surprised. When you ask questions, it shows that you believe that you don't know everything about the person, that you both have room to learn and grow. So, what are some sample questions? I'm surprised to hear you say that. What have been your experiences? You sound upset. What's been happening? It sounds like you have strong feelings about that. Can you tell me more? I hear that a lot. I'm trying to figure out why. I keep those questions like a set of tools in my pocket. I'm able to pull them out whenever I'm having a difficult conversation because they're what power the conversation. If I can be ready for it, and then I can QQQQQ and ask a series of questions, I'm going to get to a place that's deeper and more surprising and more open than where we mm -hmm. started. The reason to ask these questions is you get to the feelings underneath the statements or actions that you disagree with. You both have the chance to learn and change. Ha! Can you give me an example? Yes. This is a personal example. Some years ago, before you were born, for reasons that will be obvious in a moment, mom and I were disagreeing. We had been married for a year or two, and she thought maybe we should have a kid. Yeah! But I had my doubts. <gasps> How dare you? Well, I thought I am working so hard. I'm trying to get my writing done. 
if I have a kid, it'll get in the way, it'll ruin my schedule, I won't be able to travel, it'll cost too much money. And mom didn't respond in all of the ways you're doing. She was able (laughs) to... Forgive me if I have strong feelings on the subject. (laughs) She was able to do the I, and she was able to park herself for a bit and say, okay... I think I'm in a calm enough place. I'm in a peaceful enough place. I'm in an open enough place that I can go right to Q. I can ask questions. And she said, well, sounds like you've got strong feelings about that. Can you tell me more? And I said, well, you know, I'm struggling. I'm working hard. I'm stressed out right now. And wouldn't a kid add even more stress? (laughs) And she said, what have been your experiences? And I said, well, I I don't have a kid, of course, but I've got other things. You know, I've got friends. I've got my relationship with you, which I like. I've got family. I take lunchtime breaks. And she said, oh, well, have those been hard for you? And I said, well, no, those are helpful things. Those are good. They clear my head. They make me feel connected. They get me outside myself. And they even give me new ideas. And she said, oh, can you tell me more? And I said, well, it's nice to have some balance and having a life outside of my work and having a home outside of travel gives me that. And then she said, well, how do you think a kid would affect that? And I said, huh, well, (laughs) what do you think? How do you think it would work out? Because at that point, all my I, 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 I I-ness, she'd asked enough questions that I was in a calmer place. I was in a more understood place. And I felt curious about, hey, maybe this kid thing could work out. Maybe it could be a good idea. (laughs) Maybe it could be worth that trouble. Yeah, I think. And so I was able to naturally move into my own IQ process. And sure enough, we came to a common understanding or at least a common kiddo. (laughs) and that's a story of iq leading directly to you ha well iq i guess i'm forever in your debt are you ready for today's poem yes what is it it's by matsuo basho from the book narrow road to the interior And this is a whole travel memoir told in a mix of regular writing and poetry. Are you ready for one of his camping poems? Yeah. Eden Alive by Lice and Fleas. Now the horse beside my pillow pees. (laughs) Would you like to read it? Sure. Eden Alive by Lice and Fleas. Now a horse besides my pillow pees. Excellent. Have you ever had a camping trip like this? Well, I haven't had one as nearly as miserable as this sounds. I usually like camping trips, but I do get eaten alive by mosquitoes, that's for sure. Sure. Usually it is wonderful to be out amongst the stars in a new place with a good friend or family, but nature is many faceted and lice and fleas and animals even right by your pillow 
are part of nature too. How do you think he gets away with writing a poem that's, well, we'll say very earthy? Um, it's just so short. He doesn't go into a lot of detail. And it feels very accurate. Like, that sounds really miserable. And even though I haven't been in that situation, or even one close to it, I can still picture it. Yeah. Nature has all these different pieces. And something that a poem can do is describe all the pieces. And I think if it's authentic, there's beauty in truth, even if the experience itself could be a little bit unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And I hope that afterwards he got a shower and a new pillow. Last segment of the show. I know we started with a vexing question from a listener, but do you have a vexing question for me too? Yes, I do. My vexing question is about flip sequence. Now, a lot of listeners might have heard of flip stuff. They're a pretty big thing, and they are awesome. I used to have a flip backpack, I have flip shirts, and right beside us, there's a heart-shaped flip pillow. This is clothing or furniture with sequins stitched into it that have one color on one side, another color on other sides. And you can flip the sequins so they change color or have a new design on them. So what's your question about flip sequin stuff? My question is, how do they work? I mean, I know the basics. There's two colors or two patterns and you flip them. I think they're kind of sewed in, but how do they flip like that? What makes them do that? Okay, so what's the design or what's the science? Yeah. All right, I will look into it and I'll get back to you soon. I'm back and I've got the answer to your vexing question. Sequins have a fascinating history, starting with the name which comes from 400-year-old Arabic and Italian words for coins, because the first sequins were shiny coins sewed into clothing. Talk about bling, right? Yeah. These days, sequins are made from vinyl plastic. And in 2011, Chinese inventors patented the design for flip sequins, or as they called it at the time, movable sequin embroidery composite structures. Wow, that's a mouthful. The movable sequin embroidery composite structure disclosed by the utility model comprises sequin groups, the patent explains. Each sequin group consists of at least two sequins of which the front sides and reverse sides have different colors and a thread for sewing the sequins on an object. Each sequin is provided with a perforated hole, which is used for the thread to sew the sequin on the object. The sequins are sequentially and partially overlapped back and forth, and a user can randomly stir the sequins according to the likes and dislikes of the user to form different patterns by the sequin groups so that clothes are bright, changeful, fashionable, and attractive. Does that sound like the flips you know today? Haha, -ha, yeah. But what about when there's pictures and you can change the pictures back and forth? Those are the sequin groups. 
So you'd have the different shapes, the different colors in these tight little groups, almost like painting by numbers. You've got one grouping that shows a picture and color on the other side, another that's got different picture and color on the other side. But wait a second. You said this was in 2011. I was born in 2010, so I'd only be one year old by then. But sequins only really started to come into fashion a year or two ago. So something gets popular after it gets invented. It takes time True. from someone thinking it up, filing a patent, first developing it in China for it to come to the United States, probably in a bigger city, and finally come all the way to us here in a city, but a relatively small town. And I think it's just so cool that a 400-year-old fashion fad sewing coins onto clothing has lasted this long and keeps growing and changing. Yeah, there's so many things you can do. Imagine, flip toothbrush, flip sunglasses. Soon, they'll be flip humans. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Android, Spotify, or however you like to listen, and hear dozens of previous episodes for free. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.